Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, before we delve into things, I just want to tell you about our Liverpool streaming service. It is Redmen Plus. Get involved over there for extra Redmen shows in video form, in podcast form. You've got documentaries, features, interviews, and a hell of a lot more besides. If you join as a club legend, you get the Discord chat, you'll get free merchandise and a host of extra bonus perks. It's like Netflix for Liverpool fans. Get over there, get involved. Otherwise, let's face it, you're going to miss out on amazing Liverpool stuff in your life hello everyone welcome to red men welcome to the start 11 prediction show for one more time in 2022 uh, it falls to me to try and work out what the hell the manager's gonna do ahead of the next game which is brentford it is the half five kickoff um yeah um we're obviously just off the back of the Leicester game as we're doing this. We are live. If you want to interact with me, uh, please do. I will need as much help as possible in this. There are obviously some unknowns in terms of Liverpool fitness. Uh, there's some obvious knowns and long-term absentees, which we'll, we'll cover a couple of. And then we're going to kind of whittle down who's on this board to who's likely available. And then we're going to whittle down a defensive midfield attack and yet yeah, a bench uh, for who's going to be taking on Brentford. Um, really, really tricky one. And we have got uh, a new name to add to the board. Uh, it is Cody Gakpo. Um, it is, let's be honest, very expensive to print these things off, um, uh, particularly when you do one at a time. So there is a little part of me that's hoping not just do we sign another player because we need another player, um, but it'll just make it a bit cheaper to print two instead of printing one. Um, so yeah, our... our, our Place card Gapo can go in here somewhere. Will he be available? That's a big conversation to be had, which we will do in due course. Um, yes, hello everyone who's joining us in the comments. Get your thoughts in. Uh, I want to know who is your back four for this one, and then we'll work our way from there. So let's go through the side. So we know uh, Kelleher missed the game against Leicester. I didn't actually see anything about this, but there has been a virus doing the rounds in the Liverpool camp, and it strikes me that he probably has fallen foul of that. That or he's just had a really, really good Christmas, and they've gone, yeah, you know, that's borderline slander, so I won't go there. Um, but no, he's, he's, probably just, he's probably just ill. There's been a lot of it doing the rounds. Um, so I think we can pretty um, pretty much narrow it down. It's going to be Alison Becker who's going to start in goal for Liverpool. We all, we all know that. So we don't need to do too much on that. The question mark will come over. Is Kelleher fit and available? Uh, and if not, it will just be Adrian on the bench. But that's a question uh, we can come to 
a little bit later on. In terms of everyone else then, so working our way down, Andy Robertson will be a doubt for this game. Obviously, he went off injured against Leicester. It was a dead leg, so a dead leg received in the warm-up uh, at the hands of this man, Harvey Elliott. Uh, who decided uh, accidentally, by the way, uh, there was a little coming together between, he said, like hip and, and leg. Robbo played on but reached the point where he couldn't anymore, so that's why he comes off. But, uh, and I was keen to like, have a look at this, he did just go and sit down on the substitutes bench. He didn't go off for treatment. So, you know, there's a very real chance that Robbo, after having a couple of days, uh, should be available. But that's, a, that's our first sort of question. Would you take any risks on Robertson? Is it important that he starts this game or would you just give it to, give it to Kostas Simikas? Uh, working away on the back line, uh, Calvin Ramsey, it's kind of answered the question there. Um, he's fallen down the pecking order at the moment. If he's available, if he's fit and available and if he's not ill or whatever, um, he, I suspect he'd probably just be on the bench because, again, we are a little short on numbers at the moment. But I would suggest at the moment he's out of contention to start this game. Um, James Milner, similarly, no update at the moment. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, I'm t I'm talking about the game. Yeah, the game is sorry, the game is tomorrow. I'm getting very confused with all my dates, by the way. Yeah, so gargoyle blaster. Yes, the game. Wait there. When is the game, Joe? Monday. Monday. It's not. It's not tomorrow. It's Monday. It's Saturday today. Thanks, Joe. It's... Um, so, yeah, I would suspect that at best, Milner would be available for the bench if he were to come back, but there's no, that doesn't seem very likely. In terms of centre-arse, Van Dijk should be fine. Canate will be back in contention for the start. I haven't made the bench against Leicester off the back of the World Cup final. Joel Matip should be in there as well. And as a result, I think that means Nat Phillips. I think we're unlikely to see Nat Phillips. But... Again, if we're short on bodies, he might just be there as a more as a, as a more senior footballer. So we'll put him to one side, and obviously Joe Gomez will be uh, in contention potentially if they want to give a bit of rotational time with Trent. Moving into the midfield players, then Thiago should be fine. Harvey Elliott is another doubt now. He's one who did go off injured as well as Andy Robertson. But he went straight down the tunnel to receive treatment. Klopp talked about it in post-match being like a, a, a proper knock. It was really painful. We don't, honest answers, we don't really know where Harvey's at. Again, if Liverpool are desperate, I feel like he's the kind of player who wouldn't want to give up his place uh, lightly. So if, if someone was going to be asked to play through something or really just or, or press on, I think Elliot would do that. But right now, he remains a doubt. Jordan Henderson should be fit, albeit there's a big question about whether he can go again, having had to do the six role uh, with Fabinho's wife being in labour and him missing the Leicester game. As mentioned there, he should be back. His wife has given birth. Uh, congratulations to the Tavares. Um, we don't quite know the circumstances around that, you know, and, and, and whether Klopp will allow him to have a little bit of extra time off. Is he, is he missing training time as a result? Because of... The situation where at, he might be asked uh, to go. Uh, I've got Malcolm Frauendorf in there. I don't think he'll be in contention for the start, but we might well see him added to the bench. Uh, Fabio Carvalho should be fine. Naby Keita's now had a few sub appearances under his belt, so he will very much be in contention for the start. Stefan Bacetic, too, having had a, a, you know, a couple of impressive sub appearances in the last two, two games, will be looking to get in the team, or whether it might be too soon for him in terms of his overall development. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain should be fine. Curtis Jones at the moment, still no updates on Kurt, so I would, I'm going to rule him out 
from this show. Um, Darwin Sound, Salah Sound, Doak Sound. Bobby still remains a doubt. It was still about him being on the better side of it, but we still miss a couple of games. There's the outside chance that he would be back available for this. But again, in terms of the start, I don't think we'd be chucking him straight back in. Uh, and Bobby Clark, I think, will be in and around it, probably not in start in position for the 11, but we can have that chat. And then you've got Cody Gakpo, of course, who technically doesn't sign for Liverpool uh, officially until tomorrow, um, which is Sunday, and then the game is Monday. The big question mark over Gakpo is, if you've bought someone... Uh, are they allowed to train? Because technically that's working. Although, you know, you could be like, you open the doors and uh, he's just allowed to run around on the pitch. The thing is, he won't have been, I guess he wouldn't have been in heavy team training just yet. My sus suspicion on this, I don't know. Honest answer is I don't know. It's All the talk is that it's a little bit soon, but we've just done the, um, the match build-up show. And given, again, the volume of players that we've got available, I wonder whether there's a temptation just to stick Gakpo um, on the bench. Uh, but yeah, again, I suggest he was almost certainly not going to start in this match. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Right. Um, some of the comments. A Friday-Monday schedule, Jesus, says uh, Michael. Yeah. Yes, it's bending my head. Um, Sir Klopp says, three-day turnaround is too much for Ox. Um and Dr. Dice says, people without clubs are sometimes invited to train with teams. Yes, but it's different when you've officially bought someone. Like, I don't know whether you can get away with that. Like, you know, you're deaf or kind. You can have, you can have anyone come and train with you. But if they're your employee, um, I've, 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 I've all, had all his work permits and all that kind of stuff gone through. I don't, I don't really know. So, yeah. Um, Robbie Love says, the match build-up show's not out yet. I know, sorry. Normally, I've had a little bit of a technical itch. It is coming out uh, today. So, I've, I've kind of... Yeah, have I spoiled that show? Not wholly. Uh, just touched upon some of the talking points. Go and watch the, uh, the build-up show. Um, okay, so I think... And actually, you know what? Just for the sake of it, I'm going to take Clark out of there. I'm going to keep Doak in there. And I reckon that is our... I think that is our pool of players that we're picking from. So we've got uh, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 players um, who are in con potential contention for a start for Liverpool. Uh, let's go with the defence then. <clears throat> I think my strong feeling is that you don't need to take any risks with Andy Robertson. So I would be putting Costa Shimakas in. I think we all... We've all got a, a love for, for Costas, right? Top quality player. Not a, a huge, noticeable, significant drop-off in quality. More than capable of coming in and being good for Liverpool any given game. I see no reason why Trent Alexander-Arnold won't just continue uh, right back. Uh, and Gomez will continue to sort of deputise him for now. Van Dijk will start because barring unforeseen circumstances, Van Dijk basically always starts, doesn't he? And then the first decision point for us comes... Do we go Ibrahim Kanate or do we go Joel Matip alongside him? So what I'll do is we'll, we'll have that as a sort of maybe at the moment. Um, although Wilson Fisk, the kingpin himself, and a wonderful 90s Spider-Man uh, AVI there as well, well done. Um, yes, yeah, it's Kanate for Matip, so that's, that's definitely an interesting point. So what we saw against Leicester was Jordan Henderson played in the six, although the... All the reports and the rumours of the team ahead of the game was that it was going to be an unchanged start at 11 from the Aston Villa game, which means that the plan was always to have Fabinho in the six, which means Henderson would have started in midfield instead of Elliot, I guess. Um, 
But obviously with Fabinho missing out because of the birth of his of his child, um, Jordan Henderson was drafted in. Does that mean that Henderson's played slightly more football than we would have liked? I think that's certainly a possibility. Um, and also, as I say, we don't quite know where Fabinho's at. Has he trained? Is he capable of just coming straight back in for this game? So there's still a little question over who is the DM. In terms of the, the rest of the midfield then, I would normally suggest that um, Thiago would be due... A rotation here and I would again if you've got Naby Keita fit what we've seen in previous seasons is I would be saying uh, it's Thiago rotates with Keita so Keita starts get 60 minutes and then you bring Thiago in for the final 30 however because of what else we've got going on I'm not sure that's possible so what I'll do now I'm just going to go to front and then that'll work, that will inform what we do after that so if we say Mohamed Salah will start because I can't see any, there's no logical reason why he wouldn't because it's Salah and we say Nunes is likely to start as well. You've then got the choice of, let's just say that Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain will continue on that left-hand side. That then leaves you the players you've got available. Doak, I think, would therefore be a sub-option. You've then got Carvalho and Bacetic. So you could potentially ask Bacetic to, to rotate for Harvey Elliott. Again, we don't know what Elliott's fitness is like. And then you've got Fabio Carvalho, um, could we see him on that left-hand side? Um, haven't seen him start there against Manchester City and then be rotated for Chamberlain. It looks like that's Chamberlain's shirt at the moment, but there are, that's pretty much the long and short of our options. Um, unless there's a miraculous recovery from Roberto Firmino and there might be a conversation, for example, where you do something a little outside the box involving Bendo, which I, actually I will come to in a second. So, uh, yeah, fan of Jack said, thought Elliot was injured. I think, I, I think Elliot is injured, which is why I think it's worth having the conversation. And I wonder whether, look, in an ideal world, well, not an ideal world, but comparatively speaking, Fabinho's fine to just come straight back into the team. If Harvey Elliott is injured, well, Jordan Henderson just comes straight back into the midfield. And then maybe that gives you the option to um, to tell Naby Keita to come and rotate in for Thiago. And then you're keeping the midfield a little fresh. I would be slightly concerned about asking Thiago and Henderson to go again. Maybe, um, but that would be that would be loads. That would certainly solve the problem of the right side of the midfielder. The other option is, of course, is that you then tell Jordan Henderson maybe have a little bit of a rest um, to keep you fresh, and you start with Fabinho, Thiago, and Caton in the midfield. And equally, if Fabinho can't start and he starts on the bench, that means you've maybe got a midfield three of Henderson, Thiago, and Cater. Uh, we can pick up on them conversations a little bit more in a second. But let's dive back to the defence. Um, I want to know people's thoughts then on the centre-back partner for Virgil van Dijk. Uh, Ibu, so we can rest Matip, says Lucas. Uh, Big Beast says Matip is good, but Canate is better. Um, Canate is a great player, and to be honest, I'd like to see Canate and Matip play and drop van Dijk for one game. Plus, he's making mistakes and causing goals, says Mark J. Wow, that's wild. I, um, for what it's worth, I think it will be Ibu Canate. For this one, I think that makes makes sense. He needs a game. It's a decent opportunity for, for him to get into the side. Because um, I, 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 I do think you know, he's the future. He's the future of Liverpool. 
he's probably the future of Liverpool beyond Virgil van Dijk at this point as well. But right now, yeah, Matip's great, but there's no need to burn Matip out. Matip can come back in for Wolves, and then you can and then you can decide what you're doing after then. Canate might as well get him back in and back up and running for, for the Reds. So I would go. Um, yeah, Van Dyke Canart is my partnership. I would go Shimmercast left back and I would go Trent right back. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Into the midfield then. And there's too many unknowns on this to really really have a, a, a true idea of what's likely to happen. I think, though... I think I think we might ask Fabinho to come back. And again, look, it, it's Saturday now. The baby's been born. It should be all right. They'll train Sunday. So if he's got today off, he'll have one training session on Sunday and then they'll have a little walkthrough or whatever on Monday morning, maybe. So it should be okay for Fabinho to come back in. So yeah, I will go with that and I will let I will let I will assume that Elliot is probably not 100% on this one either. So I'll ask Thiago to go again. I will start Naby Keita. And you understand that the one who needs pulling most quickly, maybe 60 minutes, 70 minutes, Bacetic, I think, could potentially come in for either of those lads. But I think that means that Stefan Bacetic is obviously definitely on the bench. So Fabinho... Thiago Keita as a midfield three and then of course it leaves us with the big talking point remaining in the attack is what do you do do you stick Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain still on the left hand side um, or do you give Carvalho another little another little look in down there ah. the one outside shout that I wouldn't mind seeing is I would say put Ox on the bench I would move Darwin Nunes out left I would put Salah through the middle and and this is I don't think he'll do this because I think he'll want to protect the young lad but I would give Ben Doka a run because I think look Brentford are, Brentford are a physical team but they're also quite a fast team as well and I just think having all of a sudden you've got Nunes, Salah and Doka on the pitch there's a chance because I, I think we're in a little bit of a grind at the moment and look we might just blow Brentford away wouldn't that be great 
but I'm a little concerned that this might be a game where we need something off the bench. And I'm not saying that having Ox on the bench is necessarily a huge game changer for us, but I don't. I think that's a lot of pressure to throw on someone like Ben Doak if he's our break glass solution for the end of a football match. I think he's had, we've had some interesting little cameos from him. Let him have 45 minutes. And even if it's just saying you're just playing 45, mate, go and run yourself into the ground for 45. And at that point, you switch it back. Ox back on the left. And everyone moves down one. So Nunes moves the centre forward. Salah moves to the right-hand side. And um, and look, and if he absolutely blows everyone away in 45, keep him on for 60. And then bring Ox on. Uh, and then again, you've just got fresh legs. And then you bring in some more seniority onto the pitch. Potentially, that, I think that's. A, I, I honestly think that's probably a bit wild. I don't think Jürgen would do that. I think he'd be more likely to use Carvalho, and he's obviously more likely to use. I don't know. There's not. Maybe even like Flaundorf is slightly ahead of him in the pecking order. Um, but no, we'll go back. Just on the safe bet, we don't. We, I don't. We don't tend to make loads of wild sweeping changes. So I would suggest, at the moment, if we stick with the same front three, that's two three, four changes from Leicester, just enough to freshen it up, hopefully, um, but not so much that it capsizes, I would say rhythm, but like there was not a great deal of rhythm in that game any, anyway. Right, okay, let's work through the substitute bench then, um, bearing in mind that it's about fitness and, in, and illness and all that kind of stuff. Let's just say, I know for the fact that Adrian was fine for Leicester, so I suspect he would just be fine being the backup goalie in that regard. Let's go. Who have we got here? We've got, if Robertson was only a dead leg, he should be fine to take his place on the subs bench. Um, Joe Gomez, absolutely the same. Then, yeah, again, Joel Matip. If Canate starting, Matip should be sound to go on the bench. Jordan Henderson, hopefully, uh, with this, of what I've done here, will be fine to rotate to the substitutes bench. Question mark over Harvey Elliott, so I'll definitely say Stefan Bacetic. Um, and I will definitely say, obviously, Fabio Carvalho. And I think definitely Ben Doak. That's two, four, six, eight. It's mad that I had to count that one. It's quite clearly eight. Uh, it's two fours or, you know, four twos. Um, leaves us with one more space on the bench. I'm going to say that Harvey Elliott's probably going to be too soon for him. So if he's not on the bench, how have I done this? How have I ended up with more? Oh, Fabinho's back. That doesn't feel anywhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um... Okay, Bobby Clark was on the bench. I don't know about Co I have no idea where Cody Gappo's at. I've seen some people saying about his work permit. Needs to be registered when the window opens and it won't be weeks. It should be very quick, says Lee. Um I wonder whether there's just something there, even if he's not really trained, where you bang Gappo on the bench um for shits and giggles and nothing else. Um, that would be a little surprise. If it's not, your options are Frauendorf or Bobby Clark and possibly, and possibly Calvin Ramsey. Uh, yeah, it would be Ramsey, I think, I think. But then again, you've got, you've got, you've got right back. You've got, you've got full backs for days. I don't think you necessarily need them. No, I don't know. Um, Carvalho, yes, says Zulraini Unan. Isn't Bobby back for this, says Reese Weston. If Bobby's back, then it will be Bobby on the bench instead of Gapo. Um, and that would make me feel loads more relaxed. I'm going to bang both of them toward the bottom there. And fingers crossed Bobby's back because I don't see any need to rush Gapo. Um, but yeah, that will, be, that will be that. Right, okay, so therefore, 
I'd like to refresh the front three, but I think if you're having to make changes in the rest of the team, I think it's it's kind of fair. And hopefully off the bench, what does that give you off the bench if you want to refresh? Carvalho, potentially either Firmino or Gakpo and Doak. It is what it is. Um, okay. Sound. Yes. Uh, Alisson in goal. Simicast, Van Dijk, Canate, Trent. Midfield three, Fabinho, Thiago, Keita. Front three, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Darwin Nunez and Mohamed Salah. And then a bench of, uh, if Kelleher is unwell, still Adrian, Robertson, Matip, Gomez, Bacetic, Henderson, Doak Carvalho and either, depending on availability, Firmino, Gakpo or Bobby Clark will be the, uh, will be the substitutes bench, I believe, Anyway, let me know um, what you would do. What's your 11? Who are your nine substitutes? Let me know them in the YouTube comments underneath. That would be absolutely great. A few things to draw your attention to. I've done a video over on my personal YouTube channel, Mage TV, where the Liverpool need one more signing in January. And we talk about the midfielders who are available, who are not available, why they will and won't move for certain types of player and why breaking the bank is a good idea in some ways, but not in others. It's a good old chat. It's done really well so far, so go and check that out. And if you want more Liverpool culture in your life, get closer to the Cody Gakpo stuff. Bolo's end and former Liverpool midfielder and current PSV coach, who's coached Cody Gakpo for seven years chat to Dan Club uh, to get the insight on what we're going to get from the Dutchman that's streaming right now on video and podcast on redmenplus.com and also the My Liverpool debut series all episodes now available all episodes streaming get closer to that feeling that magic of being a person you can pull on a shirt and make a debut for Liverpool European Cup winning captains uh, down to youth players uh, all the bases are covered it's really really good and yeah it's all available on redmenplus.com right now anyway Thank you so much. Drop a like on the video. Do subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. That's free, um, as always. And have a very, very wonderful, amazing, and, you know, slightly tipsy new year. You're the best. Hopefully the Reds will continue to be so. And I'll see you in 2023. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.